Murky's podcast, and we are very excited to be here to do a special episode of this podcast. I'm Rachel, and Amber's here. Hi, everybody. Yeah, and we are going to dive into summer, summer via Hallmark and Hallmark Movies and Mysteries, and we're going to talk about all of the films that are going to be released that we at least know about at this time. Are you excited, Amber? Yeah, I am. And hopefully this dive won't turn out like the one that I did yesterday where I was diving in the like four foot zone and obviously hit my head on the water. I mean, on the bottom of the pool Yeah, and have like a nice big goose egg right here, but it's carefully discovered by my bangs. So, <laughs> you know, thing. no, yeah. it's, well, like I'm fine. It's just, uh, let's just be, let's be careful where we dive people. Yeah. Pool safety. Very important. Yes. So we have a new scale. So, so if you guys remember one of our favorite podcasts that we've ever done was when we previewed the countdown to Christmas and we had a coal, a dirty sock, just a sock. Sure. I thought it was a dirty sock. It only depends on how bad how it was. we were feeling about it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we had a sock and then we had an orange and then the diamond ring was the- Which you would get in your stocking. All yeah. these things were stocking items. <laughs> As our scale of, uh, of how in- greatly we were anticipating said film. And, uh, and we had a lot of changes from when we did the preview to what the actual films were. But hopefully we won't have that same thing with the summer preview. But we just do the best we can and hope you all enjoy it. Uh, so <laughs> we decided for the summer preview to use a water scale. And we are talking about the, the bottom of the barrel is the gutter water. And then running through sprinklers is our second and then swimming at the pool. And then, of course, my first love, my place that I love the most, the beach. So this is going to be really fun to talk about. And we know that many of you are, are going to have different opinions than us as far as our anticipation. Um, and we all want all of these movies to be great. Right, Amber? I mean, I would rather watch great movies than terrible ones. Yes. So uh, we want to be surprised. Uh, so, uh, But let us know in uh in the comments or on twitter uh what you think and what scale you would give uh as far as your anticipation for these various films so we're gonna start with the june brides movies so this weekend we have marrying mr darcy which is a sequel there's a lot of sequels coming out this year for hallmark sequel to unleashing mr darcy and i think i don't think that we have ever you have ever come clean amber on this podcast with your feelings about unleashing mr darcy so why don't you tell our listeners how you feel about that? um i really don't like unleashing mr darcy yeah so why don't you like it um for me it was really boring and i didn't buy their chemistry and i thought she was kind of irritating and know-it-all-y but not in a place that came from actually knowing anything mm-hmm. it was just a struggle bus mm-hmm yeah, so that's obviously Amber's unpopular opinion, and you'll have mine coming up. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, are you more optimistic? You think that they can do more now with Mary and Mr. Darcy, or are you just like, no? I hope that they can do more. Um, mm-hmm. I just, 
I, I have all the hope in the world for it. <laughs> well, so basically the plot of this is going to be that uh, Elizabeth, and I, by the way, I, I thoroughly enjoy Unleashing Mr. Darcy, so I have none of those problems. But so you have uh, Elizabeth Scott and, uh, and Donovan Darcy, uh, which Cindy Busby and Ryan Peavy rep- reprising their roles. They're in, blissfully in love and newly engaged. With Donovan in agreement, she looks forward to planning a small autumn wedding with the help of her mother and sister. After Donovan's previously scornful and violent Francis Fisher makes a heartfelt apology for her past behavior, Elizabeth is glad to include her in the planning process. As the weeks fly by and the arrangements for the wedding grow more elaborate, Elizabeth feels the burden of expectations she will face as Mrs. Darcy. Worse still, Donovan himself is wrapped up in his work. Ugh old business getting in the way again uh and increasingly unavailable to her reminding it again of their tremendous differences in background and temperament elizabeth can't help but ask herself should she marry mr darcy what do you think of that uh little plot summary i am not gonna lie it's like a dirty gutter for me Uh um and i just don't look forward to it it sounds basically exactly like the problems that they suffer in all of my heart too, which as everyone knows, I was not a fan of. Uh-huh. I think she was irritating in the first one and it sounds like she's going to be irritating and needy in the second one. Ah! <laughs> yeah. I actually, even though I really liked the first one, I didn't have those issues. I'm also kind of low on this. I, I just think this sounds very insufferable, brightish to me. And like, I just don't understand why people, are allowed to just be selfish and horrible just because you're planning a wedding like that is not a, an excuse like you it's a party you know like the important thing is you're getting married like i i just have no tolerance for people that are horrible just because weddings are stressful like i just i don't know i just don't find it entertaining i don't like it and so i'm not makes me nervous i really think cindy busby is a delight i think she's so cute and uh, I, I think that her and Ryan PV for me have chemistry. I like Frances Fisher. So those are the things that are making it for me a run through sprinklers. Okay. So yeah, there we go. Mary and Mr. Darcy. We will see uh, what happens this weekend. And I All will right. live tweet it. <laughs> okay. And uh, Rachel, could you tell me how, what you felt about the first Perfect Bride movie? <laughs> yeah. So I did not care this is the one my unpopular hallmark opinion i did not care for perfect bride uh, i felt like the movie was overwhelmed by the presence of this fiance of the kevin smith uh, character and i uh, he was uh she was so shrill she was so awful and like i like my 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 hallmark movies to have cute little dates and cute little time together and you really uh, pascal and Kevin's character hardly spent any time together. They really only had about three conversations. And she spent, uh, I actually did the math because we were going to do a whole podcast on this. And this fiance is in the movie for about 40% of this film. So she's basically a co-lead. And she was just awful. I, I hated her. And I, I thought that, uh, that you not only have her as an insufferable bride, but then you have Pascal Hedden's sister, who was also sort of a mini- insufferable bride obviously she gets her dress stolen so i felt sorry for her but like she was a little bit uh, difficult i thought and so between having two of my least favorite character tropes and them being very shrill and very like 
I love those two, the two actors in the lead, but I just thought they were overwhelmed by these two characters that I really hated. And so that was my feeling about, uh, about Perfect Bride. I did not, I did not enjoy watching it. And I, on the other hand, loved the crap out of Perfect Bride. I thought it was amazing. So what are you going to do? Yeah. Um, but with Perfect Bride Wedding Bells, it's obviously a sequel to the first Perfect Bride. Um, and in it, Molly um, and Nick are very much in love and they're ready to take the plunge and getting married. But life's complexities combined with wedding planning are making their trip to the altar a challenge. When thoughts of postponement crop up, can this perfectly matched bride and groom work together to make the wedding happen? Starring, obviously, Pascal Hutton, Kevin Smith, a bonus Casey Manderson, and surprise, Lane Edwards! Freaking yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, so where, what are you thinking as far as this movie? You, you're really excited for it. I am really excited for it, and I I feel a little bit like it's too early in the podcast to give someone a trip to the beach, so uh -huh. <laughs> I, I'm just going to have to go with, like, a pool, but it's going to be, like, in a tropical location where, like, there's palm trees around. It's like a pool in Puerto Vallarta or something like yeah, that. Yeah, like, like not, you're not on the beach, but you're, like, really close. Cool. Sounds good. I don't know. The only reason, like this synopsis sounds just miserable to me. It does not sound like something I would like, but uh, the cast is undeniably charming. So I will give it a run through sprinklers. Okay. Um, also, I do want to say I'm actually excited because it's not like, oh, are they going to call off the engagement? It's just talking about a postponement. So that's pretty, that's pretty good for yeah. Hallmark wedding movies. <laughs> Fair enough. I can see that. Uh, so hopefully it will win me over uh, from not liking the first one, though, because uh, I do love the cast. The cast is amazing. Uh, so then we have the next, the following week, we have Love at First Dance. And this is written by our friend Nina Weinman, and we are going to be interviewing her later on. Uh, we're going to have an interview of her later on in the month, and we're really excited about that because we love her. Uh, and the synopsis is, Hope is tasked with teaching Manhattan's former most eligible bachelor how to dance for his extravagant society wedding. But as the dance lessons progressed, complications ensue when feelings began to develop between the student and instructor. This has Becca Tobin as the instructor and Niall Matter as the eligible bachelor. And uh, one significant thing about this movie is that they at least filmed some of it in New York City, which was like huge. It's not Vancouver as New York. Like they actually had like now matter tweeting about being in New York. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, I don't even know if I'll recognize New York as New York. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> and I we really we both really liked Becca Tobin in a song for Christmas. Thought she was really good. Uh and we both like Now Matter, I think pretty good. Uh what do you think they'll be do you think they'll have chemistry together? Do you see that? You know, I don't know. I struggle with the premise of this movie mm -hmm. because it's literally about a guy who's engaged, falling in love with his dance teacher. Mm -hmm. Which I know you can say, well, that's kind of similar to The Perfect Bride. And I said, yeah, but they didn't ever like do anything. They were just like, <laughs> cute in love. They both knew mm -hmm. it wasn't okay. And then his wife, his fiance was the worst. Anyway, mm -hmm. I don't know. I struggle with it and it could be not great. But I love Nina, and I have a lot of faith in her. Yeah. So I, just, 
I feel like I'm going to have to end up giving this movie a sprinklers, but I want it to surprise me. Mm. Yeah, that's fair enough. I, you know what? I, it is, that is a, a bit of a groan. I, or the pop point. I get it, but I don't know. Uh, I'm going to give this one a swimming pool. I, I like the cast. I think I can get over that uh, if it if it's all done, executed in in a charming enough way. Uh, I can I can be okay with that. So I'm going to give it a swimming pool, and okay. we will see what happens. So all right. So uh, the next one we have is this last in June brides is wedding March for something old, something new. And the plot is this a return of our of Mick and Olivia, Jack Wagner and Josie Bissett, with the help of Mick and Olivia, the rest of the Will Lake in team couple Rob and Abby set off to have the wedding of their dreams. Trouble ensues when Abby starts to have second thoughts about their wedding plans. Will her wedding be good enough for Rob's picture perfect family? And more importantly, Will she be good enough? And so this couple, Rob and Abby, are played by Andrew Walker and Merritt Patterson. And who we obviously we've enjoyed some of their films in the past. We love Andrew Walker. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm just going to say right now, it's a dirty gutter for me. Andrew Walker can't even save this. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know why they keep making Wedding March movies. They're not for me. Yeah. And this plot of her like, if she doesn't have a better and like enough wedding his family won't like her he's insane yeah it sounds is, super insane. this is a dirty gutter with like sketchy stuff traveling down the river <laughs> and, and wedding, yeah wedding march 2 was was this kind of story and it was awful and uh and uh, wedding march 3 was better than wedding march 2 for sure and so this is actually like I'm not disappointed by Wedding March four, but it's definitely seems like a downgrade from Wedding March three. <laughs> yeah, and um, like even even with Andrew Walker, yeah, because I feel like Andrew Walker is Andrew Walker is 38 years old and Mary Paston is 27. That's a pretty and she looks. I feel like she has a young face. So I feel like it feels a little weird to me. Like they don't. I don't feel like they'll have chemistry. Maybe they will, but I don't know. Just from thinking about it, I don't know. It seems like an odd pairing to me. So what are you giving it, Rachel? Oh, definitely gutter. Okay. Yeah, for sure. I have like a dirty gutter or like a pretty clean rain gutter. <laughs> no, dirty gutter. Okay. The whole plot is an insufferable bride and it's a wedding march movie and it have this weird age difference. So no, there's really nothing for me to go off of. Maybe except for Andrew Walker's is will be charming. We know that. But anyway, so there you go for June Brides. I, I think I'm looking forward to Love at First Dance the most. You're looking forward to uh, Perfect Bride? That's correct. Sounds good. Okay, so now we are going to dive into mysteries. This is pretty exciting. Uh, the, the, <laughs> uh, the Hallmark Movies and Mysteries has the 10 Summer of Mysteries which is pretty exciting. That's their sort of theme yes. for the whole summer. And everybody knows that I'm not that big on the mysteries, but I will watch <laughs> them and I will be a sport and I will try to, you know, enjoy them. And, uh, and so there's going to start out with the Haley Dean mysteries. And this is in a three movie arc. Uh, and uh, there's a little summary. It says it tells the true tragic story of executive producer, Nancy Grace's real life journey to becoming a prosecutor and victim's rights advocate. Uh, Kelly Martin, Chad Lowe, 
uh, and then Viv Leacock is going to be in these, and then Hannah Peterson is going to be at least in the first one, and uh, we got to interview her a couple of months ago, and she was a delight, so we'll uh, we'll post a link down to that interview if you want to check that out, because uh, she's really fun, and uh, so yeah, this is interesting. Uh, the This one, it looks like it's going to dive into the actual arc of Nancy Grace's life, uh, which these stories, Haley Dean, were written by Nancy Grace, but this is actually going to go into like her life. So what is Haley Dean's day job in, in this, this group of mysteries? Yes. Yeah, so like Nancy Grace in real life, she is a former prosecutor, um, but she works as a, she gave up being a prosecutor and works as a therapist now. Um, and like Nancy Grace in real life, she had a fiance who was murdered. Unlike Nancy Grace in real life, she doesn't know who killed her fiance and Nancy Grace's fiance's guys was in jail. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, that's kind of where mm -hmm. the similarities end. And in the preview show, Nancy Grace said, you know, she's me except for like the best version of myself. So, um, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah. Chad Lowe is supposed to be like her longtime friend and of that they reconnect and uh, there's as in the first one it looks like there's some kind of uh, teacher that is murdered it's called uh, two plus two equals murder and uh, and it's this it's this three arc event which I don't know in the mysteries do they do they often do three three four arc events you know, I don't that know that they mean? often do like an arc and mm -hmm. I'm not exactly sure how it's going to work. I mean, obviously they've had garage sale mystery months before. Um, yeah. And I don't really feel but, like there's been But does the garage sale mystery, do those connect or are they just individual episodes? I think they're just individual episodes, but I think what I like about this concept and I would kind of like them to do is if they sort of have like mini series series of the mysteries it'll be more fun and i think it will actually make the mysteries themselves a little bit more yeah. interesting and more complicated because they'll yeah. have more time to give us twists yeah. um so i'm actually pretty excited about what would you give this this three arc of Haley b mysteries you know i'm actually going to give this a, a pool i'm going to go swimming in the pool because mm -hmm. i think it could be really interesting and i'm also really excited to explore some of like Haley Dean's past with her, you know, fiance who was murdered. I think that'll yeah. be pretty, pretty interesting and informative and, and good for her character. Yeah, I, I think I will, I will as well, even though, you know, I'm not that big on mysteries, but like for mysteries, this sounds really good. And uh, it sounds like it's drawing me in and that's saying something. So I think it's doing a good job. And uh, so, yeah, I'm going to give it a pool as well. Uh, all right. So then the next one, I put out a, a, a Twitter about which movies from this upcoming summer are you looking forward to? And it was just like two responses of we're looking forward to everything and 50 people saying how excited they were about Sign Sealed Delivered to the altar. <laughs> so yes, so the postables are super excited. Anyway, so we have Sign Sealed Delivered to the altar coming in July. We don't know a ton about it. We just, we don't have a summary yet, but we have seen a picture of Rita in a wedding dress, Norman in a tux, them all dressed up. Of course, this has your Eric Mabius, Kristen Booth, Crystal Lowe, Jeff Gustafsson. And so uh, we can assume it's going to have Rita and Norman's wedding, of course, and there'll be some kind of shenanigans involved with that. Uh, how excited are you to see Norman and Rita's wedding? 
I can't even describe the level of beach excited I am about this. Yeah, this is yeah, yeah. 100% a beach. I If there was something more, if there was a higher part of the scale, it would get it. But yeah, This is like beach with hot lifeguards. This is like... This is Very like exciting. beach with hot lifeguards. And then also there is an actual wedding happening on that beach. Yeah. And there are like adorable children toddling around in, in suits and like <laughs> Prince William yeah. and Kate are there with their adorable children. Like yeah. that's how hyped I am for this yeah. wedding. And, and our friends on Twitter are, are equally hyped. They're so excited about this movie. And I, I feel like there's just almost no way this is not going to be in my top 10 this year it's just it's too big to fail yeah (laughs) right exactly so to get more information about it and to see rita's like really see rita's dress and all that will be really fun so all right um and then we just have a couple that we don't know anything about we know that um there's going to be a morning show mystery called mm-hmm. Murder on the Menu. Did you ever get to watch the original uh, morning show mystery? I did. And it, I was a little disappointed with it. I'm not going to lie. The mystery uh-huh. for it, for me wasn't that great. And like, why was she investigating? I don't know. But I'm excited to see what they can do with the sequel. I think on these murder show, on these murder mystery shows, the second one is really where you find out if it's going to be a series that you like or a series you don't like. So well, they kept having like the, their way of getting her to be to investigate is things kept happening literally in her house or in her yeah. apartment. You know what I mean? Or like so that was kind of how they it was at her restaurant, at her you know office, whatever. So that was kind of how they they did it. But how many times can you really pull this off? That's what I'm kind of wondering because I enjoyed it. I think it was something refreshing, at least just the casting alone was refreshing. So maybe I gave it a little more credit than it deserved, but, uh, but I really like Rick Fox and Holly Robinson Pete mm-hmm. together. And I think that has tons of potential. Uh, but I mean, how many people can you really have die in a morning show that will really involve this person? You know, like, yeah, what I, would re- what I would really like to see eventually happen is for her to become sort of like an investigative journalist. Yeah. And that would give her a sort of a reason to actually be investigating. But it's, it's going to be a stretch, though, because she's a chef. Like, how does she go from being a chef who happens to do some things on TV? And she didn't really even like doing this stuff on TV all that much. And, uh, and to being an investigative reporter. I, I don't know. But I agree People grow. People grow and change. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, without knowing anything about it, I would give this a... Uh, I'm going to give this a sprinkler, but yeah, I am also going to give it a sprinkler and I hope it surprises me, but I don't have enough to be surprised or to anticipate a surprise. Yeah. So then we have an Aurora tea garden mystery and I don't know if you agree, but aside from the science seal delivered, which I kind of hold those separate from the other mysteries mm-hmm. things. Uh, I think that the Aurora tea garden movie has been the first Aurora tea garden movie has been the best so far this year of the mysteries. Mm -hmm. the see the what is it death the scene the one with the movie yeah it had like some fun surprises and it was i i thought i just think that's the best but anyway um i don't do you have is that your favorite too or last scene alive last scene alive yeah would you agree or no is my favorite of all the mystery movies or of this year garden oh this year year. 
Um, yeah, I think it was a really fun one. Um, Darrow and Darrow 2 was pretty oh, good. Oh, yeah. I kind of put, I also kind of put that separate, but yeah, I agree. I do put those two. Science Hill Deliver and Darrow Darrow would be my favorite. Um, but, uh, but uh, those seem like less detective shows to me than, than, uh, the Aurora Tea Garden and the, um, Emma Fielding and those things. But, oh, okay, yeah, that's true. That's true. Anyway, I, I did enjoy that first, I did not like the second Aurora Tea Garden movie. That was a... Yeah, Reap What You Sow was not its strongest. No. So anyway, so this one we have the... We do have a summary for it. Uh, we have that uh, Aurora Tea Garden leaps headfirst into Lawrenceton's latest murder investigation when her nephew, Philip, and his college roommate go missing after the roommate's girlfriend is found dead. Enlisting the help of her real murderer's pals... And the handsome college professor, Nick Miller, played by Niall Mater, uh, who just moved in across the street from her, uh, Roe uncovers a kidnapping plot gone awry. And of course, we have Mary Lou Henner and Kenneth Ray in this. What do you think? I'm so excited about this. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, I am really excited to see Niall Mater on the show. I love him. Um, and I hope they get to make him be sort of like fun and sassy. I think he really, really shines when he gets to be a little bit of a stinker butt Uh and he doesn't really get to do that much on the show. So like if he could be kind of like a snooty college professor, I would approve. Do you think Um, that he's going to be in more than one of these or? Um, I believe that the speculation is he is taking place of murdoch mysteries guy because uh-huh. he wanted to be done mm-hmm. so i think he's gonna be because the way the summary love interest okay the way the summary reads it almost makes it sound like he's the murderer because you got like well yeah but you always and... think that he's the murderer first <laughs> and then you find out oh no yeah, he's not the murderer true. he's the love of my life Huh. Yeah. I mean, offhand, I was just going to give this a sprinkler, but now you've made me wonder. Uh, So what, what, what. Also, I am dying that his name is Nick Miller because Uh that is the name of Jake Johnson's character in New Girl, which is so funny (laughs) because I love Jake Johnson in New Girl. So I hope he's like that. I mean, I hope I, I hope he lives up to the name. (laughs) There you go. Okay. I didn't know that. Um, So you're, what are you going to give this one? I'm giving it a beach. I'm pretty excited. And also she has a kind of a reason to be nosy in this one because like her nephew has gone missing. I don't know that I knew that she had a sibling. So I don't know how she has a nephew. Right. Yeah. Um, But that'll be fun. I I think I'm still going to go with a sprinkler. Full on at the beach. Yeah. There you go. It's very exciting. Okay. So then we have the last of our mysteries. We have garage sale mystery month. Uh, where we have, we know uh, two of the names, Garage Sale Mystery, The Pandora's Box Murders, and Garage Sale Mysteries, The Mask Murder, and then two more. For Shannon can always be counted on to find treasures on the garage sale circuit. These same bargain hunting skills help her solve crimes too. Like an antiquer, it sounds like. kind She's of. She's like a garage sale connoisseur. <laughs> She's like one of those guys on like the History Channel that goes digging through stuff, trying to find stuff at garage sales and whatever you know what i mean yeah so i guess i've never seen one so uh so anyway yeah so it starts Lori laughlin and uh we don't really know anything about these because all we know is the titles pandora's box murders and the mass murder 
So, but like, if you had to pick between one of the three, Pandora's box murder, the mask murder, a picture of murder, or Requiem in D, oh, you- which one sounds the best? Oh, I didn't even know those other two titles. Um, same again. Um, they'll change by the time that it airs. <laughs> same again for me. The Pandora's box murders, the mask murder, a picture of murder, and Requiem in D. Ooh. Which one sounds the most interesting? They all sound pretty good. I must say those are pretty creative names. Um, I think that I will go with uh, Pandora's Box. That sounds fun. Okay, mm, I'm going to go with The Mask Murder because oh. what? I love masks. <laughs> well, in Requiem, that's what's kind of, that's what's sort of scary. And yeah. Fun. Ooh. Yeah. Um, but so what are you giving these overall for you? I mean, I, I literally know almost nothing except for titles. Um, so I would give it like a, a, a sprinkler. Yeah, I'm sprinklers on these two. They, if they want me to get more hype, they better give me more information. That's all yeah. I'm saying. Right. Um, and then we did have on the Hallmark um, piece, uh, press release server, they said, summer, summer wraps up with more suspense and whodunits with the introduction of Crossword Mysteries, starring Lacey Chabert and Brendan Elliott. Picture Perfect starring Alexa Carlos Penavega, and, uh, and then Mystery You and the Chronicle Mysteries, starring an executive produced by Allison Sweeney. So I don't know if all of these will really come in the summer, um, but it was on there. Uh, but do any of those projected projects, like which one interests you the most? I'm going to be completely honest, and I'm probably in the minority here, but I'm really excited for the Allison Sweeney new uh-huh. mystery. Um, I I just don't really understand, like, what the other ones are going to be about. And I, I just don't have any information. And, like, Mm -hmm. I like Lisa Jadabair, and I like Brennan Elliott, and I like the Pena Vegas. But I don't know how they'll do in mysteries. But I know Allison Sweeney can bring it up. Yeah, so, uh, that's probably true for me as well. Uh, I, I, I like uh, the idea of sort of a, a husband and wife kind of team of, of solving. That could be fun. Like heart uh, and heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could is that fun. what it's called? Heart, is it heart to heart? Yeah, heart to heart. heart, That's to heart. What it yeah, is. yeah, yeah. That could be fun. So uh, we'll see. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if those end up coming out in the fall, not in the summer, but we will see. All right. Now we're moving on to summer nights. So these are our Hallmark Channel summer uh, summer uh, films, and our first one is called Love on Safari, and shot in location in Johannesburg, Lacey Chabert uh, stars as a web designer who finds plans for her trip to Scottsdale derailed when she learns she inherited an animal reserve in South Africa and must travel there for the reading of the will. Faced with the decision to sell, she meets the no-nonsense ranger, played by John Corr, who takes her on a safari in hopes that she will fall in love with the land, the animals, and hopefully him. Viewers will be captivated by the breathtaking sub-Saharan scenery of the reserve, featuring tranquil grasslands and populated with majestic wildlife, including zebras, elephants, lions, giraffes, and more. What do you think about Love on Safari? I think it's going to be beautiful. Uh I'm very worried that it's just going to be another save the farm kind of plot, which I'm sick of. I think it'll be pretty great and it's going to be beautiful. And 
it has my girl in it, Bristow, but oh yeah, what is that movie called? Uh, a matchmaker, um, Royal Matchmaker. Yeah, from Royal Matchmaker. Yeah, she's in it as the friend, and so I hope we finally get justice for her in this movie. <laughs> she gets a love story. Yeah. Um. Also, I'm gonna be very disappointed if we go all the way to Africa, to South Africa, and film the show, and it's only white people. Yeah. I mean, I know there are white people in South Africa, but I'd like to see some non-white people. Good point. I agree with you 100%. Yeah. I mean, it is cool that they're trying something new, a new scenery, new place. I like that, but I hope the story matches up with the The location. The location. Yeah. Uh, And I am a little bit nervous just because uh, Lacey's, Lacey's last few films since since Moonlight in Vermont have not been great and uh, that makes me a little nervous um, but hopefully this will be her redemption so uh, what do you give it what, what score I'm gonna give it like not sprinklers and like like a kiddie pool like so you don't actually have a pool at your house but you have like a little <laughs> bit more than sprinklers so you have like one of those little blow-up inflatable plastic pools yeah. I'm giving it one of those yeah, that's that's fair. Um, yeah, I'm going to be on the optimistic side. I'm going to give it a pool. Okay, good. Pool. Proud of you. For the best. <laughs> we'll see. Okay, next we have Love at Sea. This is our another film by our friend Nina. And uh, so this is real life husband and wife Alexa Penavega and Carlos Penavega head out on the high seas aboard Royal Caribbean's Harmony of the Seas as it cruises to exciting ports of call. The stars as an event planner organizing multifaceted event on board the ship and thinks she has everything set to the last detail and she learns she'll be dealing with the rookie substitute cruise director portrayed by Carlos who has his own way of doing things that puts a wrench in her carefully thought out plans. What do you think about this one? Um, I could not be more excited about yeah, it. Yeah. Um, I hope that they get the life of actual like cruise employees right because uh-huh. those people are going like 18 hour days yeah um mm-hmm. and it, there's this movie would be ripe for diversity because the people who work on cruise ships are often from like poor countries and i mean they did film it on an actual cruise ship mm-hmm. so you gotta hope that they actually just had the staff be in the background and I would be happy with that. I would be like, represent, everybody, represent. Yeah. Also, I love cruises. They're like my favorite thing in the whole universe. Mm. No lies. Where um, have you been on cruises? I've been to Nassau. Okay. I've <laughs> That's why you knew what it was called. Uh, <laughs> I've, we've done a few um, Caribbean cruises uh-huh. um, and like around the Florida Keys. I did with the Turner Classic Movies cruise. With my, mm-hmm. I've been on several of those. Um, and then I did one down to Ensenada and like Southern California and like Catalina. And then also we did one from like to Hawaii. Oh, fun. I've done two cruises in my life. I did one with my family that was just a weekend, one of the, the Catalina, you know, the short ones, mm-hmm. uh, Ensenada. And then I did one uh, that was a singles cruise uh, that I went on for my 30th uh, birthday uh, that uh, was just kind of, I wanted to be brave and meet all new people and not go with anybody I knew and 
And, uh, and that was something I'd never done before and it was really fun and it was a great experience. And, uh, so yeah, I, it's, it's fun. I went on Royal Caribbean was the first one, the, the shorter one. And then I went on Carnival. My dream is to someday go on a Disney cruise because they just look. So like the Turner Classic Movies cruise boats, uh-huh. cruises were on Disney boats. Oh, was it? That's yeah, so cool. it was amazing. And I probably can never go on a cruise on another ship again because there's a difference. Yeah. Yeah, they take you, I know on the Disney cruise, they take you to their island that they like own. Yes, Castaway Key. Yeah. Very um, nice. That would be so cool. So someday, who knows, maybe I'll be able to afford it. But um, Someday, who knows, maybe we'll go on one. Yeah, hey. Uh, so anyway, I think this sounds really cute. I, I like the story, not just even the setting. I think it sounds fun. And I really liked uh, Destination Wedding last year. I thought it was one of the better yeah. ones of last year. Uh, I, I like, and that was kind of similar. And Nina's really great at writing dialogue. So I think that she will, she will have a lot of fun with these two sort of sparring off. Yeah, so, I'm pretty excited yeah. about it. Yeah, I'm going beach. I'm going beach. Next one, a summer to remember. For for viewers who dream of vacationing on the beaches of a tropical island, a trip to the South Pacific is next on the itinerary with two original movies. A summer to remember stars Catherine Bell and Cameron Matheson and premieres, uh, let's see, shot on location in Fiji. Uh, Bell stars as an ER doctor who retreats to the island with her teen daughter so they can reconnect in hopes to capture, recapture the tranquility she found there three uh, there years ago with her late husband during the, the trip, hiking through picturesque jungles, paddle boarding, horseback riding, and possibly love are on the agenda. What do you think about a summer to remember? Um, I'm pretty excited. I love Cameron Matheson. I love him. Yeah. Um, so it'll be fun. I, I'm pretty excited about this. I hope that the teen daughter gets a little island romance because that's fun for me. That would be cute. Yeah, you're right. Um, and I'm just excited. It sounds a lot like Sunsand and Romance from last year. I, oh yeah. I was also thinking of Love on the Slopes kind of just a little bit in in the sense that she was doing all these various, um, you know, winter sports and here it's like summer sports. Uh, it kind of made me think of that. Uh, but, um, but yeah, I'm obviously, I love Catherine Bell and Cameron Matthews is great. And I, I love anything, you know, I love like in Fiji, that sounds really beautiful and it sounds fun. I think it sounds enjoyable. So, uh, so far summer nights is looking pretty good. Yeah, it really is. Um, I'm going to end up giving this, I'm just going to give it a pool because I don't feel like I can just give beaches to everything, (laughs) but I'm just giving it a pool. Yeah. 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 Fair enough. Uh, I'm going to give it a beach. Yeah, I knew you were going to. <laughs> but uh, but it, it sounds really good to me. So hopefully it won't be boring. That's my only worry. Um, all right. So next we have Pearl in Paradise. Also jetting off to Fiji are Jill Wagner and Christopher Poloha for Pearl in Paradise. Uh, it's, it's Jill stars as a photographer for a nature magazine who hopes to become its new creative director, but first she must come up with a winning angle for the cover of their 30th anniversary issue. She enlists the help of romance novelist uh, Paloa, who she's convinced will help her locate a rare blue pearl buried somewhere on Fiji that was the subject of one of his best-selling books. Their adventure leads them from comfort of a luxurious resort through the rugged yet lush jungles of the island punctuated by cool streams and awe-inspiring waterfalls. 
What do you think? Uh, okay, this is going to be unfair, but I, I don't expect great things from it. Uh-huh. Why? I don't know. I just feel like it's not going to be great. I feel like they had a real opportunity here to go full on, like, romancing the stone. Yeah, that's right? kind of what I thought of. But I don't think they're going to be able to catch that magic. Uh-huh. So, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not super excited about it, but it could easily surprise me. I appreciate that each of these summer movies, it feels like they're at least trying to do different stuff yeah like, they really are like, it's a little uh, different and like even just yeah. having him be the romance novelist whoa yeah that's like, a change and this like it's not like a, uh, a save the barn kind of story or like i don't know i just feel like we're gonna when they're going to africa and hopefully it won't just be settings but it will also be stories but i don't know i just feel like each one of these feels a little refreshing so i'm i'm very uh looking forward to all of them and uh i don't i felt I, I'm really excited about this. I really like Joe Wagner. I really like Christopher Paloha. Um, I think that they'll have pretty good chemistry. He seems to have chemistry with everybody, in my opinion. And uh, so I'm going to give this a beach. I think it looks really fun. All right. And I am going to give it, I'm going to give it a kiddie pool as well. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, I just, I'm yeah. just, I, like the psychic vibe is coming to me. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. So we only have, we have one more full one to talk about. So a sweet taste of love. Another destination this summer is home sweet home in a sweet taste of love. And they just say that's a working title. So hopefully they will change that title because it sucks. Um, but <laughs> after her divorce, Tyler returns to her hometown to spend the summer with her daughter and mother. Her mother owns and operates a local once popular barbecue restaurant. At her daughter's urging, Tyler signs up for the town's famous annual barbecue competition, where she soon realizes her high school sweetheart, uh, played by Mark Lucas, as now a celebrity chef, uh, is back in town and part of the contest. As the two are forced to spend time together, old feelings resurface, but Tyler convinces herself she has no room for distractions, especially when there is competition to win. Uh, You remember what I just said about them trying new things this summer (laughs) Scratch that. <laughs> Scratch it. <laughs> Take it back. Because this we've seen so many times before. This might as well be Pumpkin Pie Wars or the Cookie Movie or there's just a million of these festival. We're going to pair off. We're going to be competitors. That doesn't mean it can't be charming and fun and they totally pull it off. We don't know who the romantic, the who the Tyler is yet. We just yeah. know Mark Lucas is in it. He's, we love him in Miss Christmas. I don't know. Thoughts? Um, it's not doing a lot for me. Yeah. Uh, but, and also, I don't feel like barbecue is the most photogenic of foods. Mm-hmm. It's not like a cupcake where you can be like, look at that beautiful cupcake. It's like yeah. barbecue and you're like, uh, I mean, I'm sure it tastes good. Like, it's yeah. really hard to get a good picture of meat. Yeah. Well, and barbecue takes a, like, it's really slow and like, I don't know. It's not like something like that you can just kind of pop out and be like, I don't know. It's like, takes all day. That's the whole Yeah. So really this, this whole movie is obviously, it's not like the plot's going to be amazing. What's going to be good about this movie or bad about this movie is the chemistry. Yeah. Yeah. And how they're able to handle the dialogue and banter that's required. Yeah. Um, I am excited to see 
if the teenage daughter gets a boyfriend or if she is even a teenager or if she's like, yeah, you're all for hooking up the teenagers. In this. Well, this is the thing. If you have people who are old enough to have like little romances as like the secondary romance, uh-huh. why wouldn't you do it? Yeah. It gives sure. the kid something to do mm-hmm. as opposed yeah. as, as in other than just be like an irritating child, which right. is a lot of the times what happens to the like extra kid. Mm-hmm. If they're not, if they're not, you know, a little adorable one. Yeah. Yeah. And I think uh, what made Pumpkin Pie Wars work, which was similar, is that uh, you had, like, the the parent, the mothers being at odds. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then you, so you kind of had, like, uh, it was sort of almost like a Romeo and Juliet kind of situation yeah. a little bit. And so that made it kind of, I thought, added sort of a wrinkle as opposed to the typical festival festival fight (laughs) yeah and so yeah so basically what i need in these movies where they come back and they have a kid is i need the kid to either be a matchmaker yeah or have their own little romance yeah so what do you give this one it's so tough and since i've been pretty nice on the rest of them i'm giving it a sprinklers because it's gonna be it's you know it's been done before, so you have to do it better in order to make me like it. Mm-hmm. And I just, I don't have enough information to say that they will, so I'm giving yeah. it sprinklers. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to give it sprinklers as well, because this has potential. But, uh, yeah, so we only gave one movie, I think, Gutters, right? Only Wedding March 4. Um, I also gave Marrying Mr. Darcy a gutter. Oh, <laughs> mean old thing um okay yeah so i only gave one thing better what do you march for so there you go uh, so there are two other films that were announced and we've even had promos for but like it's very confusing so there's dream on which is the sequel to summer of dreams starring debbie gibson we know that they filmed it we've seen it on her instagram um and I've today done- they even posted a thing saying part of summer nights and except for they haven't released it as part of their press date and they haven't included it in any i mean i don't know where you fit it in do you have it in july i guess i don't know i mean there are plenty of weeks in the year but, but i mean just saying in summer it's pretty full yeah I don't you'd know. have to have it in july or you'd have to have it over labor day weekend maybe maybe but uh, anyway yeah so that's one are you i don't know how you feel about summer of dreams what did you think of it i liked summer of dreams um mm-hmm. debbie gibson wasn't my favorite mm-hmm. and the show wasn't my favorite but i liked it well enough and pascal's in it and i love pascal i've actually even though i own it i actually i, I just bought it because i knew i'd be watching in the sequel and so uh i i have it but i haven't watched it yet so i, don't, I have no opinion on it one way or another <laughs> mm-hmm. um so there you go and then we have another sequel that has been announced just supposedly filming it i don't know uh, is wedding in the vineyard uh which is the third in the vineyard series uh autumn in the vineyard which was cute summer in the vineyard which was boring as soup and then we have wedding in the vineyard so and I don't know. if they're going to have a wedding in a vineyard, I still can't for the life of me figure out why they didn't just have him propose when they were all in their white at their barbecue at the end. Yeah, you're right. It would have you're actually really right. made summer in the vineyard a lot better because their relationship would have grown. Yeah. Whatever, yada, yada, yada. They're going to get married. I expect this to be a lot better than summer in the vineyard. 
yeah hopefully yeah uh so I'm, i wouldn't be surprised if that ends up moving to the fall uh yeah. so you know, it'd be yeah. fine if it's like an autumn movie that it began as an autum movie and then it ends in the fall harvest you know yeah or it could be like one of those weird in-between movies that are just like in september or whatever yeah. a floater <laughs> floater yeah <laughs> so that's it we covered everything Woo. congratulations us <laughs> yeah so they're pretty uh pretty i think it looks like a pretty good summer i think we i mean aside, i'm not that excited about june brides but the mysteries look pretty decent and uh and then summer 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 brides summer nights looks really good i think yeah and so yeah we're gonna have fun podcasting about it regardless oh yeah we are <laughs> regardless if they're good or not we will have fun we can guarantee you that so let us know in the comments or on Twitter what you think, what grade you would give as far as your anticipation level of these various projects. Uh, then let us know. And, uh, and then, uh, yeah, we're excited. We will be live tweeting. Uh, I will be live tweeting Mary and Mr. Darcy this Saturday. So look forward to that. <laughs> and, uh, and then we'll also, Amber will be live tweeting the Haley Dean mystery on sunday i'll be doing the good witch unless there's some kind of problem but that's what we're planning and uh, so look forward to that we have this week make sure you listen we did our memorial day uh special where we talked about five different movies uh from hallmark that feature the military and that was really fun i really enjoyed doing that and uh and then we have the good witch podcast coming up tomorrow so check that out this week we have our interview with casey manderson posting uh and that one was such a delight he was so sweet so lovely and he's gonna be in the perfect ride too so look forward to that and we'll also have a regular episode of the podcast and we have the good witch uh recap uh coming up next week as well so lots of good stuff to look forward to on homework channel and on our podcast so uh amber where can people find you as always i'm at amber brainwaves on twitter and that's it yeah and you can find me at rachel's reviews on itunes and on youtube and so check that out i have lots of coverage of the recent star wars movie solo so I'd love for you to check it out. And uh, so make sure you're subscribed to us on YouTube and iTunes and anywhere else that you can listen to podcasts. We are available at Hallmark Keys Podcast. And uh, make sure you're following us on social media at uh, Hallmark Keys Pod on Instagram, Twitter. We try to post every single day. And we're going to be doing a, a whole month of fun bride movies that we're going to profile on Instagram. So you definitely want to check that out. And uh, thanks. Thanks so much. And this was fun. And uh, we will talk to you all later. Bye. Bye, everybody.